Hey guys, welcome to the 414 Creative Legacy Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. And this is episode zero, where I sit down with my wife and we kind of introduce ourselves to you and to um, why this podcast and what we want to bring to the table when it comes to this. We're so excited that you're here. We um, we love that you're listening to this podcast and, you know, we have big dreams for this podcast and, and the show that we're going to bring. Um, a little bit about us. Um, my name is Joshua Curtis and my wife is Melissa. We are entrepreneurs in, out of the Southeast Texas area and we have a creative agency and we want to just introduce ourselves and kind of share our life a little bit and then we'll go into the format of this show so you kind of have an idea of like what to expect. Uh, but first, we're just going to get into like who we are and why we do what we do. So um, I want to just welcome my amazing and beautiful wife, Melissa. So thanks, babe. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, we are excited about the podcast. I am excited um, to see you really doing something that's such a natural gift in you. Um, yeah. And you are a, a huge, you're, you're so passionate about telling people stories and connecting people yeah. to other people. Um, and so this is just a very natural extension for you. Um, but we, let's see, we met, uh, when did we, we met, we met in probably the end of 2000, close to the end of 2009, um, maybe 10, maybe the beginning of 10. Um, that's such a big blur for me. Um, yeah, that's, that's (laughs) we won't go into that. Um, and so, yeah, we met there. But uh, I'll strike. Let's let's go back okay. to like my my entrepreneurial journey, so I, they kind of have an idea. So um, growing up, um, I grew up in Southeast Texas around the oil industry, and um, just a typical childhood. Um, my dad worked um, really hard in the refinery, and he had a stay at home mom. I had a phenomenal childhood, um, but we all know this system is you know go to school, graduate, go to college, get a job, and so on and so on. And for some odd reason, that just never really made any sense to me. School never made any sense to me. Um, I did okay in school, but for the most part, like I didn't understand why I had to ask permission for things. I didn't, I didn't get why I had to ask to go to the restroom. That was very weird for me. <laughs> um, you know, raising my hand to, ha- to talk was weird. Um, standing in line and following orders just did not make much sense to me. And so when it came to me, uh, it came time for me to get a job when I was 16. Um, uh, it, I, I understood why I needed to have a job uh, from the sense of like, from the point of making money, but um, I didn't understand why I had to give my time up. And, you know, at 16, those thoughts didn't really go through my head, but I just didn't like having. You couldn't articulate it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I couldn't articulate those thoughts, but uh, deep down inside, I knew something was off, and I couldn't figure it out. And I didn't figure it out until I was twenty-four. Um, I remember um, I was twenty-four, and I spent the summer working for um, a contractor down in Lake Jackson, Texas, and um, I saw kind of how he lived his life. Uh, you know. And um, what he was doing, and I and I was spending time with him outside of the job sites. And I asked him one day, we were at his house, and I was like, "What? What is this?" And he just looked at me. He kind of smiled. He goes, "Well, I'm a business owner." And I was like, "It clicked. Oh, 
that's why things don't make sense to me yeah. in the in the traditional system, mm-hmm. right? Like he didn't have anybody that he was reporting to yes. or <clears throat> yeah. he was making the decisions. He was making the decisions and he was he, you know, he was dictating kind of how his life was. And that's when I knew that I was I didn't know the word at the time, but that's when I knew that I was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And it back then it was so different than it is now. Entrepreneur is just it's just a normal word right. thrown around right. and you've got 19. You, I mean, I, I know 16 year olds who are entrepreneurs and are making an insane right. amount of money doing things. And so um, back then it just wasn't right. This it was pre social media, pre yeah, all pre social media. Like um, uh, my, I think MySpace was the only thing that existed mm-hmm. at the time and Facebook wasn't even like a thought. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, that word just was very foreign and b- a business owner wasn't like, oh, you own a business. Okay. All right. Well, I, it was just that moment of like clarity of like, oh, this is why right. like, I'm not supposed to be an employee. Yeah. And it took me some years to flush that out, to mm-hmm. understand exactly what that meant. And um, so in 2006, I decided to start charging people to take photos and um, it was just like, wow, I can do this thing that I love and get paid for it. And it was awesome. But the problem at the time was I did not understand how business was supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't get how I should be taking the money that I'm earning and putting into my business and, and getting new skills and like and honing in, you know, skills. And um, I think deep down inside, I. I just knew that I needed somebody to teach me. But back then people weren't doing what they're doing now. There were no courses. There weren't like, I think there was one photographer that was putting stuff out, um, out there. And his name was Chase Jarvis. And he was kind of breaking the rules in photography. He was telling people how to take photos. Mm -hmm. He was showing people what to do in business. And so, um, and that was, that was, this was also a little bit before YouTube was even a thing. Right. And so, um, the idea of going and learning how to do something from somebody else right. was foreign as well. And so that was kind of my journey, um, starting out before, before we met mm-hmm. and, um, and even wherever we decided to go quote unquote full time, I still didn't really know how to run a business. No, we st- were clueless. Yeah. I still didn't understand what I should be doing on the day to day on how to market myself and get clients and do this and run a business and do taxes and, I don't think I did taxes until you came around. <laughs> so um, uh, I probably wasn't even making enough money at the time to Ain't nobody to pay running taxes. to get you to pay Yes, the IRS did not know that I existed. You were and, in the negative. <laughs> yes. And so, um, gosh, it's so sad. But um, but the dream inside ha- never died. Even even yeah. through all the failures and all the disappointments and all those things, like it just it did not go away. Even to this day, like... I still long to take amazing photos. Mm-hmm. I still want to tell people's story through photos. And, and so then in 2009 is when I met you. <laughs> and um, for a brief moment, it was like five or 10 minutes, I think. And um, the story of that is that like, a, like we said, is another episode. But um, I, at the time, wanted to, to live in... Africa. And I was working for Apple in Austin 
And um, I just had a moment where, um, you know, our store was in an outdoor mall. If you're familiar with Austin, it was at the old location of the domain. And the, the, there was big windows. The whole front of the store was windows. And so you just looked out and you saw um, the outdoors. And I was standing there selling a $4,000 MacBook Pro to somebody. And um, I was looking outside and they were, they, were hand, they were doing something. And I just had a moment of like looking outside and seeing people live their life on a Saturday. And I thought, I'm done. Hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, photography wasn't doing what I wanted to do. So I had to have a job. And I hated having a job, even though working for Apple was a really cool experience. I just ha- hated having a, a job and having someone dictate when I show up, right. how much money I make and when I leave. Right. Um, and selling, selling a computer to somebody that I couldn't afford on my own, um, watching people live their life. I was just like, I'm done. I'm moving to Africa. And I, I walked in, not, not that time. It, it probably took like, a week or so. And I, I, I had made a decision that I was going to live in Africa and I was going to go over there and, and do something that I really wanted to do. And um, I walked in, I made a decision on a Saturday. I walked in on a Sunday morning, um, told my manager, I'm putting in my two weeks notice today. And she said, why? I said, I'm moving to Kenya. And she said, okay, that's a really good reason. <laughs> and, um, and so within a month I was living in Kenya and then uh, about a year from the time of meeting you, we got reintroduced mm-hmm. um, again mm-hmm. by another group of friends that I knew and that you knew. Um, and then um, long story short, we fell in love <laughs> and yeah. got married in 2013. Yep. Um, and one of the, one of the things that I love about that story is because it just, it, shares the heart of you so well, because there is no way, especially how old are you at this time in Apple? I was 26 or 27. I think there's no way when I was in my mid twenties that I would have had a thought. Maybe I would have had a thought of, I want to live in Africa. Never would I have been like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I think I love that story because it showcases who you are so much of like, mm. we always say like, you're an all or nothing person yeah. where you come up with an idea. And if you're committed to it, you just do it. Yeah. You go all in. Um, and so when we met and got introduced, it was actually uh, a friend who introduced us. It was for the purpose of starting a business, yeah. starting a, um, a coffee company that imported coffee from Kenya um, and honestly, at this point where I was, I was working a full-time job in Austin, um, at a nonprofit organization. I went to college for nonprofit management and communications. Um, and the, the idea of, of having your own business, the idea of entrepreneurship just wasn't there. It I take that back. It was there when I was younger. I always had ideas of like wanting to do certain things, wanting to like, wanting to write, wanting to like, I actually had the idea of like, I want to design greeting cards, like all, all these thoughts. I always had creative ideas. Um, but the thing about me is I've always, I say that I have a creative heart with a very practical mind. Yeah. 
And um, I have through these years discovered what a strength that is. But at the time when we met, I was very like the dreamer in me was shut down. And the practical side was a a roadblock, basically. Totally. Yeah. Um, It was very tunnel vision. And so, um, you know, the business venture that we started with our friends didn't go through. Um, However, our relationship did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we think about like four four business (laughs) four business partners and two of them are dating and two of them are in a very um, weird emotional state and try to date behind, yeah. behind the backs behind of the, the other scenes. two partners. <laughs> and, so uh, and uh, you know, that, that business didn't take off. Not shocker that we didn't have like, well, it just wasn't. Yeah. That business didn't take off as much as I really wanted it to. Like I, even to this day, I think it'd be really cool to do. I know it's hard because of the coffee um, cartel uh, (laughs) is what I like to call them. But um, we, you know, we dissolved that idea. We're still friends with those, those, those two people and they're married, we're married, but um, it's a, it's a a fun story. Um, But you know, that business didn't take off, but you know, we, we moved away from that and tried to build this relationship. <laughs> right. Was, but yeah. it did spark. It was an introduction to me of like, because I think um, it showed me that people thought more of me and my ability than I did in myself. Yeah. Because if somebody would have come up and said, Gosh, hey, you have so much to offer. I think so. But at yeah. that time, you know, you, yeah. you know where I was like at that time, I couldn't see it. Um, I was very much in this like closed box of, um, having, having good intentions, having dreams, but I'm just going to try and make it with what I've, with, with what I've been given. Yeah. Um, and so kind of fast forward when we were dating, engaged, um, we were introduced to a network marketing company yeah. that we became a part of and whether you love them or hate them, like everyone has their opinions. This um, was a really good one for us. We yeah, had a really great, time. we had a really great experience. We, um, have made lifelong friends with people and we had, we're just placed in an environment where we had, um, close friends who were extremely successful, very just good hearted kingdom minded, um, people who were very successful, um, making, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month. And when you are in that environment, it, you get really uncomfortable with the reality of, of that. And so for you, it was so interesting. So for you in that environment, you thrived. Um, It just like ignited the dreamer of you of like, Oh, like, this is how we can go and do the things that we want to do. Yeah. For me, I froze up um, for the first, I would say probably couple seven years. Couple years. I was going to give myself a couple years, but fine. <laughs> um, but I froze up because I really had to face the like, why do I think I'm not um, capable of this? Why? I remember there was a night when you were just like, can you imagine? when we're making $10,000 a month and we're able to do X, Y, and Z, and we can get on a flight and hire a model and fly to Montana for a photo shoot. Yeah. That was the exact yeah. thing that you said. I remember that night. 
And I started crying and I was just like, no, I can't, I cannot imagine. And I like really couldn't, I couldn't even visualize. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking that's okay. Cause I can't, that's exactly (laughs) what you said. You said, that's okay because I can. Um, and so being in that environment, we were, we were part of that company for five to seven, five, seven years, seven years. Um, we had success with it. We were able to replace my income that I was making at um, my full-time job. And it gave us um, the <laughs> courage, although I will say maybe it was false courage yeah. to start our marriage self-employed. Like yeah. that, uh, Man, we, we took a risk. took a big risk. Big risk. Thank goodness there were no kids involved. Without a lot time. of counsel. Yes. Um, Actually, no counsel. Zero counsel. Yeah. And we said, okay, like uh, I basically gave like a nine month notice, which I don't necessarily like suggest because it was a pretty awkward nine months, nine months. Yeah. Um, I was saying, you know, basically before our wedding, like I'm going to, I'm going to quit. Yeah. And so we started our marriage self-employed. Um, not knowing what we're doing, not knowing how to have a business. <laughs> um, yeah. That we, there's some stories in there. A lot of, Trial a lot errors. of floundering, yes, flopping around. Yeah. Um, but it to me it, it was really poignant of like, but I was able to enter our marriage with at least learning how to dream again, learning how to yeah. like build that vision, visionary, yeah. and also understanding skill. that we kind of have control over what happens. Right, like we we have like we God's given us the ability and the authority to control how. Um, not only like our day to day goes, but like our year to year. Mm-hmm. And although we weren't controlling it very well no. in that in that moment, <laughs> but we had this thought of like, man, we can we could we can determine what happens. Yeah, you know. And I think that was a good like stepping stone. Yeah, it was going from. I mean, I really it was hard. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, it was so difficult. But I wouldn't trade those years. I wouldn't trade those years. I mean, we, there were times when, um, I mean, you were painting houses and uh, you were getting contract jobs because um, we didn't have any photo clients. I learned how to do, I I learned graphic design. I learned web design. I started an Etsy shop. I blog, like we kind of just like figured stuff out. Um, lots of mistakes, lots of grace of God. Yeah. Um, that led us into, lo- uh, to be honest, a lot of debt at the end of it. Cause we were really not <laughs> yeah. wise with money. Yeah. I mean, like, which I'm is, starting to find out, it's true. which it's interesting. Cause we, you know, we went down that path of like making, like making ends meet, not necessarily the best way in the sense of like building up debt. But what I'm starting to find out is that we're not the only ones. No. Like there's I mean, other people out there that do the exact same thing yeah, I, that we watch and that we see them live out their journey. Yeah, it's, and, it's honestly something that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah. But it's the truth. Like yeah. I, because I was in charge of paying our bills and I had a huge fear of, well, I w- a huge fear of money, but I had a, a I sought my our security and what the bank account showed. And yeah. let me be clear, like the bank account never showed like this huge influx yeah. of money. Yeah. But unfortunately, we never made it to that ten thousand dollars a month yeah. in that business. No. So but um 
But the idea of seeing our bank account go down to zero so that we could pay bills terrified me. Mm. And so I defaulted. Well, I'll pay a little bit and then we'll just we'll just have all of our bills scheduled on the credit card and I'll pay it when we get paid. Yeah. When money comes in, which, which is, is a horrible strategy. It's a horrible strategy when you have no income. It's a great strategy if you're wanting to build up your credit and you're very smart and disciplined with yes. it, which is something that we were not at all. Yeah. And, and I, when you have like a poverty scarcity yeah. mentality. So yeah. Um, so like, I wish we come to that journey. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really honest and raw. Like I wish we had a little bit more to show for the, the debt that we put ourselves in. Um, but it's just, it's a real part of our journey. And that time also was a good, like a time to uh, show us, like, like we said earlier is like, Hey, things are possible, Mm -hmm. you know? And that started, you know, the journey. And then we, when, we stepped out of that, that business, we transitioned back over into the creative side and I was trying to get photography back up and rolling because I took a step, I took a step away because I was Mm -hmm. focused on building this, this, um, networking business. And so, um, when I, we decided to, when I finally let father take that away from us, because I was holding on to it Mm -hmm. as tight as I possibly could. When I let go of that, you know, we were, I was trying to transition back into doing photos, which was not going very well. This was in 2017. And um, you kept feeling the nudge to, to expand what we were doing creatively. Yes. Yep. And, um, and so, and that was hard for me at the beginning because all I saw was photos and I didn't right. see us having the ability to do other things isn't other that, isn't that interesting yes. that like you i yeah. had the vision and yeah you so you had it. this this vision of creating this this agency style um platform where we brought in branding we brought in uh web development we brought in strategy and i was just like let's just do photos let's just do photos but then when i was like open to the idea that's where 414 Creative came yeah. from. So to back up just a little bit, we had um, at this point moved from Austin back to Joshua's hometown. Yeah. Um, uh, with the intention of it being short-lived, that's yeah. a whole other story. But um, we had plans to basically make a pit stop for like three to four months. Yeah. Um, we lived with his parents and then we would travel the country. Um. And then we got pregnant. And then we got pregnant. Um, we have, by the way, we have we have two little girls, two and five, and they're amazing. Yes. Um, and at this point, we, you know, had gotten pregnant with our oldest. And um, and so we're back in Joshua's hometown, and just like you said, like trying to get um photography back up and running. We did have some initial success of our first yeah. like real um ongoing commercial client. Um, which was the kind of the boost we needed yeah. of like, okay, we can do this. Um, and we, we die, you dive into it with uh, our, your first guest in episode one, but I kept having this thought of it, expanding services like there from the journey that we had taken, I had developed several creative skills um, that weren't really being utilized besides just to promote, you know, photography. Yeah. 
And so it was just this kind of reoccurring, um, almost nagging from Holy Spirit of what if we, I think the initial idea was what if we took our photography clients and created assets, created graphics for them, for their business. And if they don't have, you know, visual branding, if they don't have branding guidelines, let's create that for them also. Um, And that getting to the point of 414 Creative really launching um, was kind of another journey in and of itself of, of, like you said, surrender. Um, But it was probably one of the first times I think in our marriage, and it's happened several times since then, but one of the first times in our marriage where I came to the table of, I can see this yeah, and you couldn't. And, and that was a different role for me to play. Um, but it was, it really was the birth of 414 creative. Yeah. And if you're wondering, um, 414 creative is, um, from based off the scripture, Esther 414, um, well, now I just blanked on the scripture. <laughs> For such a time as this, you've been created. Yes. yes. Um, and our our daughter, our first daughter, her name is Esther. Her name. So is it Esther. was a it was a nod to her and a nod to this idea that we are all created to create. We're right. all made with a purpose to create something. There's other ministers because faith is a big player in our world. Um, we you know we fully believe that. Jesus Christ is is King of all kings, and He's saved our souls. He's mm-hmm. saved our lives. He's He's transformed every facet of mm-hmm. our lives personally and in our circle. And we know that faith plays a big role in business mm-hmm. for us and for the majority of most people. Like even unbelievers have faith; mm-hmm. they have faith that they're going to produce mm-hmm. something. And we believe wholeheartedly that business owners have a business because there's a there's an underlining driving force and purpose why they're they're in business, right? Um, and it, we believe that it is to build a legacy. It right. is to pass something down, right. pass something on um, to the generation after them. And I wanted to sit down with people that are doing that and learn from them, mm-hmm. grow from them, but also to provide um, these stories of failures and successes and building a legacy to people who wanted to, to learn mm-hmm. the same thing and to be inspired. My hope for this podcast is that people hear these stories um, and really make a decision and commitment to go after their dreams. Yeah. I love to see somebody go after their right. dreams. I, there's moments where I would be just, I would be okay helping somebody else go after their dreams, foregoing mine. And I get so inspired when I see somebody just crushing their dreams, mm-hmm. like just really, really um, going after it. And it's, it's just super inspiring for me. And so I wanted to bring people on this podcast that um, have a phenomenal story to tell and are are either failing at what they're doing and they're learning lessons or they're succeeding and they went through a bunch of failures to get mm-hmm. to where they're at and to share the systems and the things that they're doing and help them promote what they're doing. So that if you're wanting to learn how to, um, you know, start an EP, write your music, 
do your music, start a, a movie production company, um, you know, change your fitness, change your health. I wanted to bring um, all facets of life together so that I can help um, other people go out and build their legacy. Yeah. So if, you know, if you have a dream and you have something that you want to achieve in life, my hope is that you listen to this podcast, you listen to these stories and that you take something, take notes, take something from these, these stories and from these people um, and go out and, and start making moves towards that dream and building a legacy for yourself. Take some time and ask yourself, like, why do I want to do this? What is this going to do for me? Is it going to provide life for me? Is it going to provide life for other people? Is it going to help other people? There's purpose behind the dream that you have. Uh, you may not see it right now, and that's okay. But just know that you have purpose and you have a destiny. And um, I really want you to know that I believe in the things that that you feel called to do. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast and stick with us. Um, we're, we've got some amazing things um, planned for this podcast and some amazing people already scheduled. So thank you so much. I'm so honored that you're here. I'm so honored that you're taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. My hope and prayer for you is that you start taking massive actions towards building your legacy. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share with a friend and be sure to subscribe on your favorite streaming app. You can find us at 414creative.com and on Instagram at 414 Studios. Thank you for being here. It was an honor to spend this time with you. I hope you were inspired. Now go out and create your legacy.